I got my boy Patrick with me today, man. It's a very exciting recap of uh, Trump starting World War III. Uh, and also Queen and Slim. And we get a little bit of wokeness in there for you. So, welcome back. Inside of Julius's mind. What's good, brother? What's good? What's good? No shit, man. You know, welcome on to the podcast for the very first time. Hey. Go introduce first. yourself. All right, child. My name is Patrick Young. Hail from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, that's all. That's about all I got right now. I ain't really got too much anything going on right now. I bet you move out. I huh? bet your interviews be annoying as hell. <laughs> no, actually, tell us about I, yourself. My name is Patrick Joe. That's pretty much it. <laughs> well, now nah, in job interviews, I'm actually a lot more animated. I don't, I don't know. It's, you it's need a that switch. Bread. I need that bread <laughs> or something. That's funny. But yeah, man, you know, me and Patrick go a ways back. Back to about, high school. I used to been about, high school. It's been a long ass time. <laughs> it's been like it's been like what ten years now going on ten years? Yeah. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yep. And uh yeah, man, we played football together. You know, we've been we've been pretty good friends ever since. Mm-hmm. We call we used to call Patrick the ghost in high school because I think he I don't know. Where lurking in the shadows. You never know why I'm gonna pop up on your ass. Hell no. <laughs> my, my man, what's that that jersey used to have on? That uh, he had a Blake Griffin Clippers jersey. Yeah. I used to be like, where the fuck was nigga come from? He's been standing <laughs> here the whole time. No, that nigga hasn't. That nigga's not been standing here this whole time. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, gift, it's a gift and a curse, man. It's a gift and a curse. I bet it is. I know you're in a relationship now. You know, shout mm. out to the missus. Yes, ma'am. She at work right now. I'm gonna try to what's, get her to listen to this later. What she uh, what she do for a living? Uh, she work at the. Oh, it's cool. She work at the IRS. Words. So she, she's the person I need to talk to. My repo they hit. This clerical work. It ain't no taxes. Ah, right, you go try to pay her. <laughs> No, no, no. His wife it's doing taxes. Work. It's clerical work. His wife doing taxes. Now he don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I understand, you know, it's cool. But uh, yeah, man, we're going to get on this podcast. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to talk about some of the shit that kind of happened in 2019. Uh, mm. The playoffs start this weekend. Uh, who the Chiefs. Uh, Tomahawk yeah. chopping this bitch. Racist ass niggas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all niggas is next. They're gonna change that name here soon. Uh, but yeah, we got we got the uh, you know the uh, the playoffs coming up. Uh, we got World War Three on the brink. Gonna pop off, yes sir. Can't wait to act retarded so I don't get drafted. Uh, what else? First round draft pick. Right, hell young no. niggas. The young right. not us, not us. Oh, young oh, 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 H-O. <laughs> oh, y'all niggas get drafted first. Uh, <laughs> then we're gonna talk about Queen and Slim. 
and how magical that movie was and how, how real that felt for us. Man, that was a roller coaster. Right. That's one of those movies, man, I don't want to get too much into it now, but whew, if y'all ain't seen it yet, y'all you must. It. You must. You know? But, uh, but yeah, let's get right into it, man. So I, I know you a uh, you a Chiefs fan. Yeah. To the uh, go ahead and explain, you know, what went on this season for y'all. Man, it started off rough. I honestly didn't think we were gonna make the playoffs because of the fact that as good as Mahomes is and how good he plays, the defense wasn't matching his matching his I don't want to say greatness but good I don't know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't adding up and niggas had a whole offseason to prepare for the Chiefs offense oh yeah niggas ready for y'all this year yeah they was ready they stifled some stuff and uh yeah the defense till about that uh Thursday night or Monday night game we played the Broncos and we had like nine sacks that game, and ever since then it's just it's not. <laughs> they turned the on switch, and ever since then, our defense was able to get some stops. Offense still putting up points. Defense sometimes scoring, getting turnovers the old chief way. Uh, but all if we if we take that Lombardi this year, it'll be all worth it. But I definitely had my doubts at the beginning of the season because of uh, the defense. But Matthew stepped up. Frank Clark stepped up. That secondary improved. That was probably the biggest thing. Our front seven wasn't always bad. It was just the tackling. But overall, the secondary was really what we needed to make that leap. Yeah. I mean, you know, on the outside looking in, and also living in Kansas City, you know, it's kind of crazy how far they came mm-hmm. from when we was in school. I remember when the tickets was like two dollars, <laughs> like a full like, hey, and he said, "Damn, near close," you know. Yeah. Uh, to the to the stadium. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, y'all got Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like as long as y'all got him, y'all mm-hmm. should be pretty pretty well off, you know. Yeah. For sure. We got to get him paid and we got to pay everybody else. I think that nigga going to probably sign like a $200 million contract knowing them. They don't let him go for nothing. Easy, because if y'all want, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You know that's how that go. Uh-huh. If y'all want pay, somebody else definitely will. I'll tell you Drew Brees getting older, uh-huh. I, would, tell- I would not mind. I'll tell you what, if we ever lose Patrick Mahomes while he's in his prime, I promise you I'm not I'm not a Chiefs fan no more. Not ever. I will take my talents to the waiver wire. Anybody got the highest bid, come pick me. The boy said to the waiver wire. <laughs> to the waiver wire. Come get me. I feel you on that though, you know. Uh, like me being a Saints fan. Who that? Shout out Who Michael that? Thomas. Shout out fancy team the MVP. The best for the second straight year. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to my boy Teddy B. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, can't. Without Teddy B, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Damn sure wouldn't. Damn sure wouldn't. He's putting up numbers. Uh, Shout out to Tavius Murray. He probably would have said, "Had Drew, you know, if, if Teddy B was there, he probably wouldn't have got hurt or some shit like that." You know how that go. But yeah. uh, you know, the NFC is tough. Boy, it's wide open over there. I'm glad we not over there. There's <laughs> too many got, possibilities. They got like got three I mean, teams. The 13, thirteen wins. Jesus. You know what I mean? Eagles snuck in. They always find a way to win. Right. That's so, that's yeah. wild though. They hope they whole team is damn near injured and they still find a way to they way back in the January it's football, a, right? Crazy, and I, you got to respect it. You know what I mean? Like you got to be like, damn, you know. Made me wish we never got rid of Doug Peterson. Who knows what we could have been doing? Oh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, wasn't he? Sure was. He didn't. Well, y'all didn't get rid of him. He kind of yeah. He's he like, it, well, you know, this is open the job. Let me go get this open <laughs> job real quick. You know. I mean, who Shout don't want to be him. the top dog? You know. Right, because I definitely would. Mm. Uh, but yeah, man, it's the same season, you know, it kind of went almost how I expected it, uh, without like the Drew Brees getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were, we were in the NFC championship last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't talk too much about that because everybody yeah, we knows what happens. We won't get into uh, that. We won't get into that. And we all know that the Saints would have, uh, we would have beat the Patriots if we were in that situation. I feel uh, like that would have. It would have been close though. It would have been like on the last minute field goal. Drew Brees took it from like the eighteen, all the way down to the other eighteen. Willits three game game over. I don't think so. I think we would have blew them niggas out. To be honest with you, word last year. I can see y'all blowing them out this year. I think we would have blew them niggas out because last year, man, like, bro, our offense Mm -hmm. was crazy. Five. It's still crazy five. five. It's still five, but it was crazy five last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for y'all is, well, from the outside looking in, that defense. Like I see hey, a lot of sim- I see a lot of similarities between us and y'all on the defensive end. I think Even though y'all, yeah, I think I feel like our defense is a lot better than y'all. Not to like throw shade at y'all. But mm. I think our run defense is better than y'all's. I can see that. I can see that. Y'all's run defense? It was Garbo. It was Man, Garbo. If y'all could have stopped was... the rush, y'all probably would have been in the Super Bowl. True. If we could have got out of the field on third down, that would have been a big help, too. Because I, I still got nightmares about that AFC Championship game last year. Third and three, third and one, third and two. Can't get off the motherfucking field, and it's always a quick. It was, he right. ran like three straight quick slants, and nobody was sitting in the middle waiting on it. To to this day, I can for the life of me, I can't figure out why nobody played. Like I don't want to say cover two, but yeah, you know, we could have manned up play cover one. Somebody sitting in the hole, somebody deep in the middle. You make make your receivers outrun my corners, and they right. did. <clears throat> so you know, but it is what it is. Hopefully, right. learn, you, hopefully you we learn. Hopefully, we learn from that mistake. Forward. We can always learn from that mistake. I think 
I forgot. Uh, I started to save Dewan Thornhill's out for the postseason on the ACL tear. That's a big blow because he yeah. was, yeah, he he's done. Hey, do you ever get it scared was, uh, because uh, nah, what's the guy's name? Y'all's uh, head coach is like history. Yeah, that's always in the back of my mind, bro. Because he always wets the bed when it comes to play clock management and. Critical decision making, like throwing a throwing a screen pass on like third and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, hey, sometimes, sometimes, and it's it last, <laughs> sometimes it does, but niggas is ready for it now. They had a whole summer to prepare and season. They've been watching they be watching film all year. They know your ten well, they can try to plan your tendencies. Yeah. But it's man, kind of, I mean, it's, what, what, what can you do? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we yeah, got the you can't speed. Teach, you can't teach an old dog to the treat, no, nah, the tricks. No, nah, you can't. I'm actually scared because if he if he fumbles the bag again, he I, I think he might be out. Or people so? gonna be asking for his job. He's gonna be on the hot seat for sure. It's, the pressure's on now. He in the playoffs. We are in the playoffs, but we made the playoffs. What? Every year since what two thousand? I don't want to say eleven. When do we get Alex Smith? What year do we get? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, we've been going to playoffs every year since then. But the playoff resume just isn't. It isn't there. We blew a. We blew like a thirty point lead against the Colts. We won against uh we won against Houston the next year, I think. Our first playoff win in damn near thirty years. Yeah, y'all was like the Cowboys. Yeah. That was the last playoff game we had won was like a week and a year before I was born. That's how long it was. It was a drought. Damn. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then we lost I don't know if there was any gap in between them, but we lost to um we lost to Tennessee on some well Oh my, yeah my, my philosophy is if you're gonna leave it up to the rest to make a to bail you out, you always gonna lose. Always. There was some questionable calls that swung the momentum of the game, you know what I'm saying? But all in all, you didn't execute. That's all it comes down to. You didn't execute when it was your time to be called. So you can't really be too mad, but you can still be mad. <laughs> and then last year, how many times did we lose to the Patriots in the playoffs? We lost last year. And I think there was another year before that. Yeah. The Patriots had a little chokehold on the AFC, man. If it wasn't the Patriots, mm-hmm. it was somebody else. Yeah, but um, all in all, I think that comes to an end this year. Just for the simple fact that Tom Brady is taking a lot more hits this year than I've ever seen him take in his entire career. Well, except for the beginning. The past few years, he was pretty well protected. He had a good old line. Don't really have too many receivers, but they got a lot of gadget plays, a lot of half, getting a halfback involved in the passing game, get them a little quick. Chunk plays, four or five yards each play. Take what the defense gives him. But he hasn't had that this year. 
The offense yeah. has been sputtered. He's taken a lot of hits. The defense looked a little shaky going into the end of the year. At first, they was stout. Like, you couldn't get shit past them niggas. And now they kind of got exposed, I want to say, when they played that Sunday night game against Lamar Jackson ever since then. It ain't been the same. (laughs) They've been kind of shook, but it's still the Patriots. You got to respect that their resume speaks for itself. Success is success is never, never denied. That's true. But I hope we don't see them because they got our number. I hope we don't see the Titans because they got our number for some odd reason. Won't y'all see the Titans if they beat the Patriots? We would. We yeah, I'm not trying to see that. <laughs> I'm not trying to see them. I ain't gonna cap. I'm not trying to see them. We played against the Titans they, in the regular season. They was beating us like fourteen nothing, and then and then they all hit the Jets on. Yeah, then we hit the Jets on the boys, and it was a wrap after that. But yeah. Hey, what you think about um teams asking coaches for interviews in the playoffs, like? Like, uh, a good example is our like offensive coordinators, yeah, offensive, defensive, head coaches, all that stuff. Like, Greg Roman, uh, got requested for an interview by the Browns, Eric, uh, our um, yeah, Eric B. Enemy, he's getting offers from damn near everywhere. I think the last place I saw was like Miami or something, I forget where, but I'm cool with it. Hey, that's too much of a distraction, I, though. I understand it because, I mean, what you expect? You know, offensive coordinators, you know, teams need jobs. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and if, you know, a team needs a job, uh, somebody got an open job, you, you want that person to take no? True. Because if, if shit was going bad and they fired that nigga, then what? Right. So to me, I'm like, oh, man, it makes sense to me. I ain't got no problem with it. It's happened to my team before. You know, it happens to every team. That's yeah. why Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Eagles, now it happened to y'all. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy too. <laughs> that nigga got fired, didn't he? No, he I don't think did he, he get fired. Oh man, I hope he come back then. Come back on home. <laughs> He definitely gonna get fired. Jason Garrett got fired. He's clapping ass. Is it for sure he got fired or yeah? I saw ESPN yesterday said Cowboys to move on without Jason Garrett. So but they trying to cloud it with these with this jargon and shit, nigga. Just say he got fired. Right. Tell them niggas that they didn't want you there no more. Exactly. Stop acting like he was uh like he was gonna win something. <laughs> hey, real talk. I think they could have made a run maybe this year had they made it. Maybe. Hell no. It all depends on Dak though. That defense was okay. I mean, I'm it, glad was, the lost. it was mid. <laughs> they run game is decent with Zeke back there. It's just Dak. I am too. I am too. But still, at the same time, like they wasn't all that bad. They just not put it all together. They was ass when it when it mattered the most. 
They don't deserve the players they got. They don't deserve Zeke. <laughs> they don't deserve Jalen. They don't deserve Byron. That old line. They, they should give me the take. They should give take Lawrence to the uh, Saints. Man, that Marcus with Demario. <laughs> man. You know, I'll take Zeke too, man. They don't treat that boy right. I already got a two-headed monster. Latavius was balling when Kamara got was, hurt. But if you said if you, if you had the opportunity to get Zeke and Kamara, you wouldn't do it. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. You know. Give me the. Uh... I hope we get Kareem Hunt back. He's supposed to oh, be. Oh, no. Nah. I got to keep that same energy. No, nah, I didn't want him gone. I didn't want him gone. <laughs> That's not me. Y'all he shouldn't have been. Keep that woman. Man, she deserved it. <gasps> I'm... Not, on this, not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, if you call a grown, a grown black man that runs through grown men for a living an N-word, and you live, that's a blessing. And he had people with him. He should have had a fall guy. Honestly, he should have said. I mean, he's but he can't. Yeah, he's on camera, though. He was on camera. But still, he should have had somebody go out there and handle that situation instead of him. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? He, he young, bro. He, he was scared. Because, you know, do anything to a white woman in this country. Liable to get the death. Liable to get the death penalty. It's definitely your ass. (coughs) You know. Uh, But yeah, I'm super excited to see how this this season turns out. You know what I mean? Or this postseason, at least. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot Uh, of fun. First game of Saturday. Like 3.30. The Titans and the um, Texans, I believe. Yeah. So, which, which, who do you think will win that game? Uh, nah, the, the Titans play the. Uh, I mean, the Texans play the Bills. Ooh, that's another team I'm low key scared of. The Bills. Hmm. Why? Any given Sunday, man. Anything happen? Their defense is okay. Their defense is pretty good. They get Singletary going, and Josh Allen plays his capability. That team could put up about 24, 28 points. Yeah, that's true. Any given Sunday. I mean, I haven't really watched them that close this year because um, we don't really get a lot of their games over here in the Midwest. Yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot of their games either out here, so – I understand that. It's not really, it's not really a whole lot I could say about them. <clears throat> I want to see what they look like though. Yeah, ain't this like their second time making the playoffs in the last yeah. couple they decades? They made it last year. I, don't, I can't, I can't remember the last time before that. You can look this up real quick. <laughs> I think the last time they made it was the, the year they went to the Super Bowl, like 1994 or something like that. Jesus. 
They must have lost that year. That was, they must have lost that year. That was a yeah. They never went to Super Bowl. They went to Super Bowl four years in a row and lost all four times. E yeah, yeah. I feel sorry for them guys. Shit, at least their last playoff. I mean, at least their last Super Bowl appearance was when they had color TVs. I can't say that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how the, the Chiefs went to the Super Bowls and they had they, the, the first year the color TV. <laughs> It was like 1969 or 1970, so it was it was getting to the color stage, but all them old games is really like, grainy, really grainy. That sucks. It does. Can't relate. Yeah, I know. Oh, they went to the playoffs before 2017 in 99, 98, and 96. Uh, almost, almost a new millennium. I don't know how I'd feel if I was a Bills fan, losing four years in a row in the Super Bowl. I'd be pissed. I'd be very upset. So you mean tell me we go to Super Bowl four years in a row? We can't win not one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Mm. <clears throat> I'll be pissed as hell. <laughs> but shit, we made it to the playoffs and we had some heartbreaks every time we made it to the playoffs. So I understand. <clears throat> it's probably different from going to the Super Bowl. True. Bro, let's talk about that uh this That's shit right. on Twitter though. That World War Three. Oh, oh, bro, I was Twitter like, is funny night. place to be. Like, it shouldn't I be that was, funny when, it when natural it was... disasters are like, you know, <laughs> World War Three and bombs can be dropped. Niggas is over here making jokes. <laughs> I was so dead last night. I was up here on like until like two, two in the morning, just crying, laughing at these tweets, bro. About the people with the mental illness. I mean, it's not funny, but people tweeting that they got mental illness and they're ineligible for the draft. Right. The transgender people, ineligible. The the old niggas talking shit because they can't get drafted because they old. Young niggas talking about (laughs) getting UAVs and looking up killstreaks on Call of Duty. (laughs) Bro, that shit is so funny. You're really finna fucking die, but it's funny. <laughs> right. Niggas really trying to shoot us. But it's funny. We can laugh at it. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Uh, what else is pretty funny about that shit? Uh... Uh, speaking of Twitter, I'm on Twitter right here. It's extended Eddie Jackson, four year, $58 million. Damn. Eddie Jackson was one of the best safeties in the league. That's true. He, he does deserve it. But yeah, bro, like, let me see. I, I was reading some of them. Let me see if I can find a few of them, though. <laughs> I, I liked a few of them. Let's see. Here it is.
What's war? War yeah. declared. Oh, I, I made one today too. Yeah, I saw I saw that one earlier today with the Queen of Slam picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I was like, it's gonna be me, shit. <laughs> Giving up all the intel. <laughs> oh my god. So what y'all wanna know? Shit. <laughs> I'm an open book. I'm here for you. Yeah, I, I see a whole plenty, a whole bunch. Niggas of is crazy. Well, speaking <laughs> of Queen and Slim, I guess we can go ahead and get right into that, man. Because tra- uh, trauma. That's probably <laughs> one of the best movies I've ever seen. It was definitely my favorite movie of 2019. I didn't see very many, so it's not really saying much. But uh, Queen and Slim was definitely my favorite because it it, it was, was it was real life. It was real life. I'm not gonna spoil the movie for those that haven't seen it. No, nah, man, if you, if you ain't seen it, it's, your, it's on you. We talking about this. <laughs> it started yeah. out. It started out like a fucking Tinder date and shit. And eating, finna take her home. Dude get pulled over. Things go left. Cop get popped, and they on the run. Right. Like for the whole rest of the movie, it's it's wild the things that they endure. It's like, but then again, at the end, I knew it was too good to be true. Something in my yeah, gut you- told me while I was watching, like they're not gonna make it to the end. They was like a few steps away from making a getaway, supposedly, but. I still blame it on them niggas riding them horses <laughs> on the way to the fucking airport. If they niggas ain't even get on them horses, they would have had enough right. time to get on the plane and get dipped. <laughs> yeah, if they don't do that shit, they definitely make it. For sure. I thought they was going to get popped right there. Dude talking about, hey, too. get off my property. Come out oh, with a game. Bow, bow, to- bow, bow. With them raps. Think about to get uh, about to get dealt with real quick. Mhm. It would have, but man, it was a roller coaster. You know, my favorite one of my f- favorite scenes from there is not to sound like a perv or anything, but when they was fucking in the car, and they had the uh, the little riot going on at the same time, you had to switch emotions back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're like, ooh, damn, they fucking, and then switch back. Oh, damn, this nigga finna die. And then right. just back and forth ping ponging and shit. I think that was very well done because it really took your emotions like everywhere, everywhere. You didn't know where they was gonna go, and then a little I boy think my, got my shot. My favorite part about that that whole movie, man, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. was uh, how I really felt. Oh yeah, it was definitely real. I was sitting there. I took my girlfriend to see with me. And we was riding on the way home, and I was just thinking, like, what if that shit happens to me right now? Right. Because I was in the city. I was close to 63rd and all that. And I was just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's real down there. 
And then right. I was just thinking, like, man, like, that can I, be me right now. What am I gonna do if that actually happens? Do I really have the balls to try and take this nigga gun and shoot him and then go on the run? Right. How I would don't it know. really work? How would I, that, I don't think like I would have made it that far. I wouldn't have made it that I don't far. Think, I don't, hell no, I wouldn't have made it out of the city. Mm-mm. News spread like wildfire. They would have had the whole... It would have been like five stars on GTA, bro. Helicopters, tanks, roadblocks, all, all that. They don't play about theirs. Hell no. You would have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> but like, getting into like details of it, bro, like the way that it, we'll go from the beginning, okay. Uh, and kind of what, like, what happened to me, like, how I felt like watching it, like, the nigga was like really a traditional nigga. Like, I don't know about you, well, mm. I saw myself a lot in that movie because when I'm nervous mm. and mm. when I'm like, I'm trying to like calm down, I listen to gospel music too, <laughs> and like, for no really? reason, <laughs> yeah. So, and then the song he was listening to, so I was like, damn, I, I listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, bro, I, I feel exactly where he's coming from. And then uh, when he was talking about how, you know, like, well, what, what made you choose me? Like, what, mm-hmm. why me? You know what I mean? Exactly, like, yeah. And sh- her answer was, like, you look sad. I was like, damn, nigga. Damn. He was saying, I look sad. I was like, well, you know. But it's uh, crazy because I asked my girl that same thing. Like, what made you choose me? She didn't say I look sad. She just said I had a nice smile. I was like, okay, I can deal with that. <laughs> right, I can, I can live with that. That's cool. I guess. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, bro, like that movie, man, it was, it really just, it speaks to a black male. Like, obviously, there's, there's, there's women in it and black women in it. Um, um, but you know, you connect with certain parts of it more than other parts. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, like, when they get pulled over. Yeah, I'm like, damn, bro, that that shouldn't happen to me so so, so many times. Like, mm-hmm. I'm open about to have like a fucking uh anxiety attack because I can see myself so much in that whole scene. Yeah, um, yeah, like before, I don't say last year. Before last year, I only got pulled over like one time. One time I can remember, I was going home and I was speeding because I worked like a 24 hour shift at the KCI airport. And I was just tired. I was, I had left foot. It's not that I was just punching it, and punching it, uh, by on purpose. I was just trying to get home. Nigga was tired, <laughs> and the cop pulled me over, <clears throat> and she was nice. Actually, she was really nice about it. She took my uh speeding down to way less than what it was, so I wouldn't have to pay that much of a ticket. She did. She said, "Just stay safe and try to make it home safe." I was like, "Okay, appreciate it. Thank you." It was a black but white cop. It was a white lady cop. Oh wow. I was praying to God it wasn't um I pray I was praying to God it wasn't a white male. Yeah, bro. I'm praying to God it wasn't. Because it was around that time when uh cop shooting black people was I don't want to say at an all time high, but it was getting filmed and recorded and put out in the news at an all time high. And I was scared. Shitless. Yeah, I was like, "Well, you, this is you it. Think about it." Yeah, you know, I'm about to be on the t-shirt. I'm going to be a hashtag in a second. 
And, you know, we're not really making fun of the situation because, you know, you know, the people have lost their lives. Mm-hmm. But that's the seriousness of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all that shit go through your mind, you know? And, and people you know, really my, think my we wife, making... And people really think we making this shit up. Like this is real life, right. dog. This ain't no simulation. This is real. Right. Like my wife is, you know, is Mexican. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, like you know, she sees it. Like mm-hmm. she sees the bias. You know, uh, because she is a lighter Mexican. So sometimes people can like they confuse her as like being white. Like a yes. Yeah. And, and, and you know she'll see like the bias and how people act towards us in general or act towards me and mm-hmm. she's like that bro like you you know you know about it you hear about it but until you actually like really like see it mm-hmm. you ain't gonna fully know you ain't gonna you ain't understand gonna you're not gonna understand so the watch- magnitude of the situations exactly <laughs> so we watching this movie man and like it, it almost bring like both of us to tears just thinking about it because we like man I, I, we did both not not in that exact situation but we've seen, you know, stuff like that happen. True. You know, and we've seen you know, people lose their lives, you know, not be able to go home because a trained cop was more afraid than somebody that wasn't that wasn't trained. Exactly. You got a gun in your face asking you asking you to calm down. Well, not right. asking you, telling you, calm the fuck down, don't resist, put your hands where I can see them. Stop resisting, don't move, call for backup. I mean, like, it's so many things that can make that situation go left. That's why you got to be a fucking P's and Q's when you're right. out here, especially in the suburbs, because they don't want you here no way. Right. You still living with your parents and everything? Yeah, for the out. time being. we finna, I'm finna move out. We finna move out. Let's see, it was 14th. How many days is that? Like, 12 days? Something uh-huh. like yeah, twelve days, man. Counting down. What you going to? Uh, apartments called the Township of North. No, ten days. My Where? bad. Ten days. Yeah. Where's that at? It's by um. It's past Newmark on uh North Oak. You go, you go further down that street by the uh by the Sunfresh and all that. It's a little uh-huh. bit past that. It's about ten minutes from where I am right now. If I remember correctly, I ain't been there in a minute. I should drive over there, <clears throat> get a get a gauge, get a time gauge for it. But yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations! Big man. things, big things popping, little shit stopping. <laughs> I feel you. But uh, back to you know Queen and Slim from when they they like they go to New Orleans and you hear about all like the trauma. Mm-hmm. You got they got it on the news. People, people on the lookout for him. That gas station scene. I thought he was gonna get turned in. Oh, I thought it was over right then and there. I was like, this is gonna be a quick movie. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be a movie. It's a Pixar short film. You gotta call the right. gas station. Pop, 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 pop. That's it. <laughs> and then what was after that? They kidnapped a. They kidnapped another cop. Put him in the yeah. trunk and stole his car. And I just then, knew it was over. I thought it was over right there too. And then the car broke down. They had to take it to the mechanic shop. 
I thought they were going to get caught right there, too, because that old dude was not fucking with them at all. At all. At and all. Like, yeah, it's old for you, niggas. Mm-hmm. And then they got to talking to a little boy. Said, die for what you believe in. He took that literally. Yeah, that nigga was tripping. Dude was trying to help him. Like, don't get out of here. It's not safe. We finna pop these niggas. Don't, don't do nothing. Just go home to your folks, man. He was like, no, I'm finna leave behind the legacy. And got popped right there. Right. Shot in the head. Yeah, that's crazy. And then after that, <clears throat> the white family. No, not the white family. He went to uh, clean went his to uncle water. house. Yeah, they went yeah. to the uncle house. That was a real fucked up part of the story for me. That was real fucked up. Because I definitely, I definitely thought they was going somewhere different with that. Mm-hmm. When she was like, "You owe me," I thought mm-hmm. they were going somewhere totally different for that. It went all the way to left field. Right, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that was a foul tip." Know. That was a foul. Yeah, tip. I was like, "Oh, he, uh, he, you know." I thought personally that uh, that it was because. Uh, you know, he may have molested her or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I assumed it was because she got her out of she got him out of jail, but I, not for what he was in jail for. Right. I was like, yo, who's the fuck? <coughs> that's that's Turn some heavy. That's, that's some heavy shit to be able to go back and face that head of mine. But that's still the back of your mind. Me, me personally, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I would be like, nah, bro, that's my mother. You killed him. Even though it was, it was probably a mistake, you know, from how they, mm. they told the story, it was probably a mistake. Yeah, it was accidental, but still, like, but still, you know what I mean? That's like, borderline unforgivable. Like, it'll take right. me some time before I'm over that. Mm-hmm. But she, she, she got over it, you know, she helped him get out of jail because I guess that, it, you know, mm-hmm. it was the right thing to do, you know, it was. <clears throat> That's the that that's the thing that fucked me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I I wish to see more of in twenty twenty. Like, even though it was real fucked up how they did you, like be the bigger person. Be the bigger person. Move on from it because yeah. slow progress is better than no progress. That's facts. <clears throat> I feel like facts. I feel like we made a lot of slow progress this last year with black people as a whole because now. I don't want to say it's the great awakening, but we're definitely more conscious of where we come from, what we go through, and where we're headed. Yeah. Like, uh, go go a little bit in detail about what you mean. Like, <clears throat> I see, I'm very observant. I say, I stay in the cut. I just watch. But I've seen on social media a lot. I've learned a lot about my own people more in the years after I graduated than when I was in school. And I didn't always go to a suburban school growing up. It was always the same stuff over and over. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, very little Malcolm X to no Malcolm X in high school. Like two, two two chapters in the history book, like about Egypt and Africa as a whole. Not going into detail about that. I remember vaguely going over the the stuff that happened in Rwanda, like '94, the early '90s. Yeah. 
I vaguely remember going over about that, but we're starting to uncover a lot of our history, a lot of greatness in it, and a lot of traumas in our history. That's uh-huh. still that still affect us to this day, like Jim Crow, fucking police brutality, uh, discriminatory policies and stuff in the law, like redlining, the... Yeah, all that stuff. And um I see I see that we're co- uncovering a lot of stuff. And we're pushing forward. And we're trying right. I see for the most part I see we're trying to be better, leave better for our kids than when we than when we found it. Yeah. I and agree. I have a lot of conversations about this with my girlfriend, like I'm on I was like forty percent <laughs> on the fence about having kids in this day and age and now I'm down to about 10, 15, 20 not only because of that but because of the impending war and all that other stuff going on and I don't think uh-huh. I mean you want to shelter your kids but you can't shelter your kids because so no <laughs> growing up whatever's going to happen is going to happen yeah I mean you can't you can't stop that and yeah, growing up yeah, I'll take my own experience. My parents sort of sheltered me, I feel like, a lot from what they went through because they grew up in the hood. Both yeah. of them did. They went to Southeast Center, all that stuff. So they know. <clears throat> but they took me out. Like, I went to... I went to Ingalls. And then I moved to the suburbs in, like, fifth grade. And they sheltered me from a lot of things that was going on in those years. And then when I got out to like middle school, high school, dealing with these other people, I was sort of in shock. You know what I'm saying? Because the stuff that they say, the stuff that they tolerate was not tolerated in my household. The way they think wasn't thought. So that's true. If I ever have kids, I wanted to. I don't want to, you know, like put the whole world in their face because obviously there's things in moderation. You can't tell your kids everything, but the things that are going on, be real with them, be honest with them. Don't right. give them no so little. Do. Don't give them no little kitty explanation to say because I said so. That's the way it is. I don't. It. Mm-mm. I can't do it that. Really it doesn't help. And I feel like that stunted. That makes it worse because they, then they want to go find out why. Exactly. And then why? when they find why out is why. It because of... And then when they find out why, it's a shock. Like that happened to me so many times growing up. I agree shit. That happened so much. And I, I don't really want to. If I have kids, I'm not going to put my kids to that same old thing. But really... Back to the um, the awakening of our black brothers and sisters. <laughs> we are uh, <laughs> we're in a good spot. I think we're in a good spot. I mean, you know, there's some crazies out there. You know, the hoteps and all that other stuff yeah. going crazy. And um, but you know what I'm saying. A lot of it has to do with um the media. I think, because yeah. if you just sit down and have a regular conversation with people, you find out we're not all different. 
It happens. It happens to me every day. People just come up to me talking to me because I look somewhat inviting and like I want to hear your problems and what you're going through. <coughs> but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. We're not all different. It's just the media focusing on several different parts of this culture and just shoving it in your face. And it's been like that since we was kids. A lot of the way we think is because of the media. Like I see. Like, if I see a white dude walking down the street, I'm going to think, okay, I don't trust him. But if I, I see a right. black dude walking down the street, I, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't trust him. It's pitting us against one another for, for whatever reason. Right. But it's, uh, I think we're in a good spot, man. I think we're in a good spot. We're we're in the process of undoing all the evil that's been done. Four hundred years. Four hundred years of oppression. It even belong even beyond that. Even beyond that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's you know it's it's one of those things, man. I I was kind of raised around that that black awakening, like being socially conscious and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature so I've always noticed it I've always kind of seen it and I just know certain things you know you got to be able to, to what's the word I'm looking for uh, maneuver yeah maneuver around that mm-hmm. you know what I mean and move maneuver in it exactly and as long as you're able to do that then things will work out. For sure. Um, but that's kind of really all, all I have to say about that in, in my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that I took away from the Queen and Slim that it really be your own people. Because sometimes it, it be, it, be <laughs> it your really own does. Land. Because that white people. They shelter them. They've had a bunker under the bed. That black cop saw them in the garage. They was I'm like, shit, it's over. It's done. You finna right. call. You finna call boy in the front. I was like, I don't think, because I saw some theories on Twitter. I don't think that was a dude that the white people sent them to see. He just happened to come up. He just happened to cross their path and hit a come up on them. I think that was him. I don't think that was him. You don't think so, bro? No, I don't think so. I hope. I really hope in my heart it wasn't. I don't. So then, to me, them people, they didn't seem like they had that in the care. Well, maybe it was a white woman because that she wasn't fucking with him. But the dude, was nah, like, it, it was the nigga. It was the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dude that. It was the husband that really wanted to help him, but. That white lady was not fucking. I think she probably called him, maybe. But I don't. You think so? I think it was that nigga. You know what I mean? That uh, that uh, the one I posted that picture of. Uh I blame everything. I blame everything on him. To be honest with you. No, I'm talking about uh the person they 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 gave him a they gave them an address in Florida to go meet. I don't think that was the guy that they sent. To meet him, I think it was just a guy that happened to see him. You don't think so? No, because they had a gun. The way he came up, 
the way he came up on was just, I don't know, they put him, pointed a gun in his face and all that stuff. No. I think it was just a nigga that hit a leg. Yeah, maybe we'll they have, they had a hefty price on their head, like two fifty each, two fifty k each, something like that. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand each. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that you don't get a, that you don't get to touch in a lifetime. Not many people do. Yeah, man. But honestly, but, I don't, I couldn't have sold them out like that. Hell no, I couldn't have did that shit I either. Done. I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. You know, niggas only think about themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the lasting uh, impressions that uh, that the writer wanted to make on the movie. Niggas ain't, well, I don't say niggas ain't shit. <laughs> niggas will always look out for, look after themselves before they look after right. you. Facts. That is so true, because... I mean, we saying right now that we probably wouldn't be able to do it, but... 500K is a lot. You'd be set. Yeah, and your family would be set. For a while. But you don't know these niggas. And if you flip that, yeah, you be good for life. You have you can, you can, right? you can pass that top. down. You can pass that down. Your kids wouldn't have to struggle. Your kids' kids probably wouldn't have to struggle if you manage it right. Right, you, you can create generational right. wealth right there, right then and there. But he ain't had no kids. That nigga wasn't thinking about that. He was just looking for all that gold in his mouth, all that jewelry, living in the RV. Nah, bro. I mean, a trailer. Nah, he was just looking for a come up. A nigga being a nigga. Typical. Yeah. I just want those movies. I can't even watch it again either, though, because like, it fucked me up so bad. Oh, I'd watch it again. The only thing, the thing I haven't been able to finish was uh when they see us on Netflix. I got like halfway through the second episode, and I just I know what's coming because I know the story. But the way they, the way they portrayed it, bro, I just cannot. I can't. I haven't gotten. I haven't mustered up the non-anxiety not to watch that whole thing. Yeah, I was in the middle of the trial, and they sitting there lying on them boys. Girl had no recollection, but they still no evidence. But they still pin. I was like, nah. Mm-mm. Damn, it's, it's all too it's real. Like a, it's all it's too like real. World work. That's the world we live in. But we working. We working right. to get it right. Go vote, get educated, do your own research, don't listen to the media. <coughs> and talk to people. Don't don't listen to the media. Don't talk to people. Experience a different culture. Ex- yes, definitely. Living in your own little comfort bubble ain't gonna help you, especially in the future. The world is a lot bigger than where you live. And me being able, getting able to travel a little bit that I did working for the working for KCI, the world is definitely a big place, right? And it's different everywhere. No place is like the other. Exactly, that's so true. No place is exactly the same. 
no culture. No culture. That either. different either. Exactly. Because we all got morals. We all have standards. It's just different ways of showing it. Right. Different religions, different practices, different rituals, all that stuff. But it's all wow. going to somewhat the same source. Like with my with my girl's family, like Hispanic culture and black culture ain't that different. No, it's really not. It's both extremely family or family oriented. Very traditional. Very traditional. Uh, they love to eat. They love to party. Love to eat. Love to party. You know. And they they hold their they hold their ancestors in great revere. Right. That's one thing I learned dating dating a Hispanic girl for three years, three and a half, almost four years. They were really not all that different at all. Yeah, man. You know, I appreciate you coming in, coming on, bro. We got to do this again. Definitely. Absolutely, I appreciate you having me on. This was a great experience. I got a lot off my chest. I this was like a little event session for me. It's very, <laughs> it's very therapeutic. Uh, Julius is my therapy sessions. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God! Uh, funny, uh, we could break that off I'll... in the series, man. <laughs> right? We could break that off. I'm am I'm gonna uh, leave on, on a high note. I want to say my favorite quote from uh, from Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, "I'm not gonna bend the world mm-hmm. as long as my lady remembers me fondly." Yes, sir. Uh, preach that. Preach that. That's all I need. Hey, hey, because that's that's all I need. I don't really care. That's all. Yeah. Because that's your legacy. You know what I mean? That is your legacy. Hey, In the living flesh. Uh, shit. I ain't got I ain't got nothing to promote. I don't really be doing a whole lot. Maybe maybe next time you have me, I'll have something cooking up, but shit, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, call me Bernie Mac. It's a story behind that meme. I don't feel like going into it, but <laughs> <laughs> all my social media is the same. Call me Bernie Mac. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, Patrick Young. Uh yeah. That's really it. Close it out with one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite artists. The flame. Let your dreams and ambition carry you. Preach. That's it. <laughs> All, right. All right, brother. Peace out, man. All right, man. How we gonna ride this one out? We ain't gonna do that this time. Ah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it on my outro. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. Peace. Peace.